Hey guys, my name is Bodhi. I'm one of the pastors in Victory, and you are listening to Preaching in Practice, a podcast where we talk about last week's preaching and how we can put it into practice today. We are still on our Gospel Explained series. We are going through the whole book of Romans, and last Sunday we talked about the last part of Romans chapter 2. We read from verses 17 to 29, which talks about the Jews and how they continued to put their trust in their good works and in their religion when it comes to salvation. And I believe that a lot of us, if not all, can actually relate with this since we grew up in a nation that is so religious. Growing up, we were taught by our parents, by our teachers, to do this, to do that, to follow a certain set of rules in order to earn God's love in order to get a ticket to heaven. Pray this prayer X number of times to receive forgiveness. Go to this place to receive healing. Go to church so that you will be blessed. Sacrifice, give up something so that you can pay for the sins that you have committed. One thing that we can learn from what was said to the Jews is that salvation is never about what we do. It's never about our works. And we hear this a lot as well. Oh, I'm saved because I'm a born-again Christian. Oh, because I'm a Catholic. Oh, I'm saved because I go to this church, because I go to victory. It's never about the church that we go to. And it's never about religion. Salvation is not about a church, but about a person. Salvation is not about religion. It's about a personal relationship. And salvation is not about what we do but it's all about what Jesus Christ has already done on the cross. We don't need to work for our salvation anymore because he has finished the work when he gave his own life, when he sacrificed himself on that cross. He did all of that so that we can rest in his grace, so that we can receive salvation just by putting our complete trust in him. And you know, That's something that we can grow in this season. As we are in this enhanced community quarantine, I believe that it has somehow served as a venue for our hearts to be exposed. Where do we put our trust in? Where do we put our confidence in? We can actually put it when it comes to our job titles, our work, our finances, the things that we can do. We can put it on people in the government. As we are facing this situation right now, we can see how all of those things can actually fail us. And if we are overwhelmed with fear, with doubts, with anxieties, that is a sign that we have put our trust in the wrong things. Because we know that Jesus Christ is someone who will never, ever fail. That's why as we put our trust in Him completely, we can experience peace, joy, and confidence even through this trying time. And today, that's what we are going to talk about. Practical ways on how we can put our complete trust in Jesus Christ. Trust, they say, is a very big word. It's something that we need to work for. It's something that we don't just give right away. It needs to be earned. When it comes to Jesus Christ, I don't think he has to do much work because he has already proven his goodness, his faithfulness, and his love to us in the past. How will we put our complete trust in him? It's hard to put your trust in someone that you don't know. So first, we need to get to know Jesus Christ. It kind of reminds me of job interviews. You know when a boss is looking for a new staff to hire, someone comes in to his office for an interview, and the boss does not really know much about that person. So how will he be able to make a decision whether to get this person or not? He looks at the person's resume. 
what the person has done on the past, his credentials, his references. And that is what he uses to make an informed decision of whether he will continue to proceed hiring this person. And he makes a commitment to grow with this person, to trust this person by hiring him. And that's pretty much the same when it comes to our relationship with God, with Jesus. On the onset, we might not know a lot about him, but we can check his resume, his body of work, and his body of work is amazing. We can see that in the Bible. The things that he has done in the past, the people who testify to his goodness and his faithfulness. We have an abundance of that in the Bible. So we need to grow in our relationship with him. We need to read the Bible, get to know him more, know about his love. And as we do that, we will be able to make that decision to start a relationship with him, to put our trust in him because we know that he is worthy. And as we read the Bible, we will see his promises, beautiful promises that we can all claim. And that is the second practical way that we can put our complete trust in Jesus. As we go through difficult times, we hold on to his promises. We claim his word. I remember the time when my dad got sick. We were in the hospital. He had cancer and we were overwhelmed with fear and doubt. It was such a big mountain to conquer. One of our friends visited the hospital and she came with a folder with three sheets of paper. And on those sheets of paper, we saw verses about healing. And she told us, every time you feel down, every time you feel hopeless and helpless, just look at these promises, declare it out loud and hold on to it. And that is what we did. And as we did, something changed in our hearts, in our perspective. God built up our faith. And I believe that that is one area that he really allowed us to grow when it comes to trusting him. That's why I encourage you, if you are going through a problem right now, if you are in need of healing, list down verses about healing, claim it during times of fear. If you are praying for provision, list down verses about provision, how God will abundantly provide for all of our needs. And if you want to grow more in trust with him when it comes to our salvation, there are a lot of verses. John 3.16, For God so loved the world, he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Whoever believes, that's all we need to do. He did not say believe and do good works. He did not say believe and follow the law perfectly. All we need to do is to believe. Acts 16.31, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved, you and your entire household. Romans 10.9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe with your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans 10.13, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's not about works. Ephesians 2.8 and 9, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one may boast. We have a lot of verses that we can claim. And it is by declaring these verses that our mindsets change, that our hearts change. We can put our complete trust in Jesus Christ. And as we claim all of those verses, again, this is not a one-time thing. Growing our relationship with God, putting our trust in Him. Third practical way that we can do is to walk with Jesus. Again, trust is not a one-time thing. It's something that we grow in as we decide to allow Him to be part of our lives every single day. In every decision that we make, let us include Him. Let us come to Him first. In every problem, trial that we encounter, let us go to Him and allow Him to be the one to save us. Allow Him to give us strength, comfort, wisdom, and peace. David says in the Psalms, taste and see that the Lord is good. 
I pray that as we grow in our relationship with God, our trust will not just be based on what He has done in the past when it comes to other people, but what He has done in our lives. And we will be able to grow more in those experiences. Our testimonies will increase as we allow Him to be our Lord and Savior. So as we go through life, let us remember not to put our hope, our trust in anything else apart from Jesus Christ. Let's not put our trust in people, not in the government, not in our leaders. Let's put our trust in Jesus Christ, not in our works, not in what we can do. That is very limited. Let's put our trust in what Jesus Christ has already done on the cross. He has already overcome all of our problems. He has overcome sin and he has overcome death. As we put our trust in him, we can claim the victory, whatever situation we are in, because that is what it says in his word. Let us continue living lives of victory as we allow Jesus Christ to be our only hope. Lord Jesus, Thank you so much for this wonderful time. We thank you for your word that is alive. We thank you for all your promises in the Bible. And I pray that all of us, whatever it is that we are going through, that we would continue to grow deeper in our relationship with you. I know that we all have different needs, but Lord, right this time we declare that you are our greatest need. And we know that with you in our lives, we have nothing to fear. We can put our complete trust in you. And as we surrender everything to you, we can already consider it taken care of. Thank you for the victory that we have in you. Give us the desire to read your word in that way we may know more about you. Thank you for this time. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. I hope this was helpful for you guys. If you like what you heard, subscribe on our podcasts on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. You can also visit our website, www.victoryalabang.church. And while you're at it, you can share this podcast with your friends as well. Tune in next Tuesday for a brand new episode. God bless everyone.